you are seeking those unsung heroes to be able to sing out and celebrate uh, their work. And you know, ideally, the aim is to, to help propel them to even greater impact. Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. If you're an extraordinary social entrepreneur and your work creates social change, do you fancy being in the running for a £10,000 cash award for your own personal and professional development plus expert mentoring? Heidi's guest, Nicole Helwig, gives her most crucial piece of advice when it comes to applying for this year's Cambridge Social Innovation Award. Nicole is Programme Director at Cambridge Social Ventures. It's a role she took up in May 2021 in the middle of the pandemic. What was that like? And how did she get into social enterprise in the first place? Nicole also gives Heidi her reflections on social enterprise. She brings an international perspective. She was brought up in Newfoundland and she talks too about how Cambridge Social Ventures measures its impact, some potential plans and of course those insights and tips about the types of entrepreneurs, the types of activities it supports and how you might put together an application for this year's Cambridge Social Innovation Award. Listen on and enjoy this episode of Make an Impact podcast with Heidi Fisher and her guest Nicole Helwig. Hi Nicole, it's lovely to have you here today on the Make an Impact podcast. Nicole, do you want to tell us who you are and where you're from, please? Well, thank you, Heidi. It's a pleasure to be here. So um, I'm Nicole Helwig and I am Program Director of Cambridge Social Ventures. Cambridge Social Ventures is an initiative of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation Uh, which is part of the Cambridge Judge Business School. There's a long list in terms of titles and um, departments there. I know of Cambridge Social Ventures um, in that that I've done some mentoring for for people that have come on the programmes way before the pandemic. I also know that you joined Cambridge Social Ventures midway through the pandemic. What's that been like? It certainly has been very interesting, to say the least. I think I have the, I was in the fortunate position to be aware of uh, Cambridge Social Ventures. I'd met, met most of the people on the team previously and had been a mentor for one, one, uh, one event myself. Um, and I knew of them because I had previously, since 2017, been a fellow of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. I got to know their work, um, um, in particular engaging with students in a Master of Studies in Social Innovation. But because the center, all the pieces, there's the research, there's the teaching, the practice uh, of social innovation, which, which is what we do at, at Cambridge Social Ventures, it's so integrated, I was able to see um, the work and again, meet the people, uh, which is always helpful. Um, and the team had done actually such a great job of adapting from what had normally been face-to-face um, events and training, um, supporting social entrepreneurs um, uh, with their ventures in the incubator, uh, because we have an incubator program. Um, they'd done such a good job um, um, adapting to the pandemic conditions that uh, it, they've, they've done a great job making it easy for me. To, to come on board and see how we how we continue, and now we have the, the additional challenge of as we get into a um, I won't say a new normal, but to a phase where we are um, again looking at more face to face 
engagement again, um, how we manage that transition. What have we learned during the pandemic phase and um, how can we uh, learn from that um, and uh, adapt and improve what we, what we offer? Mm-hmm. So, um, I've, I've got a couple of questions to to follow up on things that you mentioned there. But the first one is, um, what made you want to be program director at Cambridge Social Ventures in the first place? So I, I came from uh, Memorial University of Newfoundland, where I founded the Centre for Social Enterprise. And so I've been working in this area for, for a number of years, um, looking at uh, social enterprise, social entrepreneurship, social innovation, uh, within uh, the setting of, uh, of higher education universities. Um, and as I mentioned, I, I have this connection already with, um, with the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation and really um, admire the work on the one hand, but on the other hand, felt that I have something, I, I'd hoped I had something to offer um, that the the work that everyone was doing there's a certain um, zeitgeist uh, and a certain understanding a mindset perhaps uh, around understanding what all of these terms mean uh, that really resonated um, and uh, when I saw the opportunity um, I said well I I have to really make a go for this um, and see if there's an opportunity for me to join this conversation, which I really think is cutting edge um, and you know, to be part of, of all the work that uh, I can now say all my colleagues are doing. Sounds like a, a pretty um, positive and important motivation there. So how did you get into the world of social enterprise in the first place? And you don't have to confess that you've been involved for, for decades because we don't need to know your age, but just out of curiosity, what, what was your first um, views and um, access into the world of social enterprise? Well, I think it really comes from um, my own my own background, my own story. Um, because I I am an MBA holder, I've gone to business school, but I started in performing arts and um, uh, as a as a classical ballet dancer, and that. My beginnings, I think, are what have led me here. Um, Artists and entrepreneurs have a lot in common. Um, Being involved in the arts also brought me um, into contact with different societal issues. I ended up also working in Southeast Asia, um, working with NGOs and social enterprises. And I should say, of course, I mentioned University, uh, Memorial University of Newfoundland. I'm from Newfoundland. Uh, which is in the um, eastern part of Canada, uh, born on the island of Newfoundland, part of the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. And there's a really lot of very interesting um, in, uh, um, social enterprise activity now, but also in the past. Um, it, we are um, a, a province that is you know, geographically quite large, um, a lot of rural and remote communities, uh, but sparsely populated. Um, the very interesting history, um, not but not necessarily all that well known, but I think we have a lot to offer the the discussions and understanding around social enterprise and um, have some innovations that uh, that we can offer the world. You know, we have a lot of 
I guess globally, the trend is towards uh, urbanization. Um, we tend to represent uh, uh, urban areas that are be, that are depopulate, depopulated, um, very small um, areas. But uh, how communities react, um, how they adapt, how they find innovative ways to um, be sustainable, both in terms of their their economies, but also in terms of preserving the the social fabric um, and uh, the the quality of life in communities is um, really, I find it very fascinating. It sounds completely amazing and fascinating. I'm actually very jealous of the fact that you've you've worked in all these different places. And um, I've always seen Canada as, as quite a front runner in terms of the, the, the work that's done around social enterprise. So I'm kind of jealous that that you're you're not there so that I could get access to your expertise and knowledge around Canada um so I'm I'm kind of puzzled in some ways as to why you you came to the UK when I I sit here in the UK and thought actually Canada's doing a better job at social enterprise than the UK (laughs) well that's that's quite funny it's actually it's a wonderful thing to hear because often we've been looking to the UK to see what is happening here and what we can learn um, uh, so I'm thinking of, of um, you know, innovations here in the UK with, um, in, in the you know, social finance um, um, area, um, innovations around um, creation of community interest corporations. And there are a lot of very interesting um, you know, dynamic activities that have happened over the past 10, 20 years. Um, where in Canada, well, I think we have certain challenges again due to geography, um, but to be able to see what um, what um, movements have uh, emerged from the UK, then looking at what we have in Canada, I think there could be some really interesting synergies and exchanges. And uh, I'm here in the UK now. I'm still Canadian. I still have connections there. <laughs> Yeah, and and you're not far from me in terms of geographically. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward now that we can actually start going out and people are feeling more comfortable with face to face stuff of, of actually getting to to come in and meet with you. But um, going back to obviously your your current role in um, Cambridge Social Ventures, you you mentioned about the incubator programs and stuff. Do you want to just um, share a little bit with the listeners about the different programs that you have? Certainly. So we have a number of flagship programs. Um, We have uh, short workshops, um, which we have something we call Get Started with Your Social Enterprise, which is something that um, emerged during the pandemic. Um, It's something that's a half day online, um, something of an introduction to people who already have the beginnings of a social enterprise idea or trying to understand a bit more uh, what it's all about. Um, trying to find other people who are also um, um, like-minded, who are, are trying to do this type of uh, socially impactful work. Um, and that the that short workshop was um, in some ways inspired from our social venture weekends, which are three days uh, here in Cambridge, uh, where we provide, again, a number of, of trainings and activities uh, over the, the course of those three days, for people who are are exploring social enterprises, maybe starting to see themselves as social entrepreneurs and social innovators. 
that unfortunately due to the pandemic with with the social venture weekends really being the three days in person face to face getting to know people um sharing ideas um the you know the pandemic uh, quickly shut those down unfortunately we're now looking forward to um running a social venture weekend this year in july uh, mid-july 15th to the 17th um but in the meantime of course we we shifted um to running our different activities online um so some short workshops but also our our incubator program where previously we would have had our social ventures, our social entrepreneurs, or they're coming um, to Cambridge every month. Um, suddenly we were visiting or, or meeting uh, one another um, online on Zoom. And it's been, it's been very interesting. It, it gives different opportunities in terms of uh, reach. Um, so um, perhaps some potential there. But we do lose something as well in the the, the quality of the, the social aspect of being able to, you know, uh, hang out and chat while having a cup of coffee during a tea break. So that sometimes the, those are the moments when the magic happens. So we've tried to do what we can to um, maybe not recreate, but uh, create some conditions for, for those, um, um, well, for the activities and some of the those exchanges to to continue to happen and um, now I think we're tentatively aspirationally moving back to more face-to-face and a bit of a a transition phase right now where we're starting to have some meetings um, generally with our business advisors with their uh, meeting with the with the entrepreneurs um, uh, where they're they are able to meet face-to-face but uh, our trainings for the time being are still are still online. Okay. Um, and obviously something that's um, very much a, a focus of my work is impact and impact measurement. How or, or what do you do in terms of measuring the impact of, of the work at Cambridge Social Ventures, just out of curiosity? <laughs> well, you're, it's, a, it's a very timely question because um, with, with myself coming in as a new program director, that's one thing that I really wanted to, to, to look at. So we're um, um, in a phase of asking the question, so what, what, does, what is our impact? What does impact mean for, from the perspective of, of Cambridge Social Ventures, um, looking at the programming that we do, but also some of the, the work that you wouldn't necessarily see a web page saying Cambridge Social Ventures does this, but sort of associated with, with what we do, our activities. So um, um, we have quite a network of people, so we we are connecting um, um, entrepreneurs to resources. Often, again, people people within organizations. Um, I think that we can have opportunities to explore what our role is in terms of helping nurture or strengthen the ecosystem. Um, uh, what role we play within the general entrepreneurship ecosystem, um, in particular here at Cambridge, but in a broader sense, what are we bringing? to um, all the conversations around social entrepreneurship and social ventures. So, uh, you know, some pretty deep, um, hopefully probing questions as well that will guide us um, uh, as, we, as we evolve um, and as we you know, continue to look at um, what impact do we bring. 
yeah, they they sound quite heavy questions in terms of um, the the answers will probably be quite deep um, and re- require quite a bit of effort to to kind of figure out what what you actually do going forward in terms of of how you track that. Um, but yes. it's good to know that you you've got something in place um, and you're you're thinking about that because it always makes me smile to hear about impact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, we, if we're thinking about theories of change, then we have we do have to check our own assumptions. So I know that you have a um, social innovation prize. Um, that is is it open for applications at the moment? Am I right in thinking that? Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, thank you. Uh, we are um, the the call for applications is open now until uh, Friday, April eighth. Um, this is the fourth year the Cambridge Social Innovation Prize has been offered, and uh, we're looking to uh, identify uh, up to four um, extraordinary uh, uh, leaders in social innovation, uh, social entrepreneurship, um, social CEOs, we might call them, um, who are able to, to demonstrate to us um, the impact that they've had thus far in their careers. So we're not looking to find someone who is um, at the beginning who um, we see potential and we want to acknowledge that we're looking for people who, are, who have established um, their, their reputation, who can demonstrate the impact they've had thus far. And uh, uh, we want to support them. So the prize is for the individual, not for their organization. Um, very, what we see very often in the social sector in particular is those who are the, leading the initiatives and often building the, the social ventures um, are, um, they, they are, aren't necessarily able to spend as much time on themselves so they're passionate individuals, they're, they're driven by a particular social issue, they want to address um, a particular um, problem that they see often with lived experience, if not um, personal links to it, often very strongly tied to areas of expertise that they may have, or other expertise, I should say. And um, we'd like to be able to recognize those individuals and then support them in their own personal growth and development. So there is a uh, £10,000 prize, um, which then goes to supporting them. Sometimes they want to undertake some additional training, um, finding ways to help them strengthen their own um, skills and knowledge. Um, And then they're also provided with one of our business advisors who helps support them for for the period of a year. Um, One thing that I've heard... um, on more than one occasion, is how um, some of our past winners have been surprised to have received the recognition. Um, they may have been encouraged by someone else who said, oh, you should try, go for it, just apply. I see you in this. And they don't necessarily see themselves associated with the University of Cambridge or associate themselves with having um, and I'll use the words that, that, that were echoed back to me to being worthy or deserving enough of the prize. So um, we're really uh, pleased um, when that recognition is, is awarded um, and you are seeking those unsung heroes to be able to sing out and celebrate uh, their work. And you know, ideally, the aim is to, to help propel them to even greater impact.
it sounds um amazing um i think um some of the past winners that i've seen are, 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 are very much deserving and like you say they're the ones that wouldn't self-promote themselves and so they they perhaps need the prize more than others because it will will help them to do do their work by giving um, access to a wider audience mm. and getting them known more definitely that's right i mean it does give a um a, a, a different kind of platform um, in highlighting as well the the connections to to the university and that recognition and and also the opportunity to to connect to other networks um, at the university so that that's another part of the prize that we try to see um, who we might be able to connect them with perhaps there's an expert in their field where it would be useful um, for them to to meet perhaps even collaborate um, but and in general to see how we might be able to make some connections with with uh, the university community um, and the winners yeah very valuable as part of the prize. So any insider tips on, on how to put together a good application? <laughs> oh, that's a really interesting question. Uh, probably the, the, the best advice would be don't, don't be shy. I, um, um, be authentic. Um, and you know, we would be able to see, I think, through those who would be overly um um, glowing, um, singing their own praises. I think what what really shines through is is the value that is created and where it stems from. Um, and if it's if it's real, then it's real. So okay, so just be yourself. <laughs> be yourself. Don't be shy. Um, I you, you never know unless you try. And the the worst thing that could happen is that you don't win the prize. The best thing is you could win it. So. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of, of future plans for, for Cambridge Social Ventures, obviously you've talked about going back to more face-to-face -face stuff. Is there anything else that you've got happening that you want to share? Oh, one, one thing I'm exploring at the moment is, you know, I mentioned our role in the ecosystem. And you know, till now, mainly we've been providing uh, direct support to social entrepreneurs. So a question is... Um, if we think again, thinking about Cambridge Social Ventures impact, is there a way to to us, for us to be able to grow our own impact by supporting others who support social entrepreneurs? And it's it would be wrong to say that we would take what we uh, you know Cambridge Social Ventures and try to replicate it. As I'm sure you know, social enterprise, um, social ventures, um, it's very contextual where you are. Um, globally, uh, locally, um, it's you know, there are a lot of nuances and a, a lot of different flavors, I guess we could say. But I believe we have we have things that we have learned that we can share, and um, yeah, I'm looking for opportunities to see where there might be uh, opportunities to to collaborate, to partner, where we could help others um, co-create and shape. The supports that they provide for social um, entrepreneurs and um, emerging social ventures wherever they are in whatever context they're in yeah it that sounds um very much like the the approach that we take and that we recognize we we have things to bring but we respect the the skill set that the entrepreneurs and different countries are, are bringing as well so yeah it's very important to to remember that and get that balance right I think mm -hmm. Yes, precisely. 
yeah um is there anything else that you wanted to share at all today well just if anyone is interested in in learning more uh, they can always contact us at socialventures at jbs.cam.ac.uk um, and uh, you know, visit our website. Uh, just look us up as uh, Cambridge Social Ventures. See what we have to offer. Um, very happy for people to come and say, you know, I'm not really sure, but you know, I think I might have an idea. We'd love to have a chat and explore. Um, I love working with uh, people who come and they have the idea. And, and I mean, there's this one aspect where you know, I'd like to do something, and then there are those who come and say, I have to do something, but I don't know how. I don't know where to start. And again, I, I'll just echo my own self. Don't be shy. Um, you are, could be at the start of a journey and you don't have a roadmap, or, but you, you can come to us and we'll have a chat and see if we can help you find your way. We're about exploring. So um, if you're interested in exploring and learning more, then yeah, we'd always be glad to hear from people. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, Nicole, from from having done the mentoring on the um, weekend programs. There, there are some people that come and say, I'm just curious about social enterprise. I think it's something I want to do, but I don't know exactly what I want to do. And then there are others that are like, this is exactly what I want to do. I know what it looks like. I have, I want to work with these people. I want to do this. And they're very, very specific. So yeah, um, wherever you are, I, I guess it's get in touch really, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's been really nice talking to you, Nicole, finding out more about your, your background, how you arrived in the UK in Cambridge and Cambridge Social Ventures and the, the work that you've got going on. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much, Heidi. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. Social entrepreneurs, the world needs you. It's never been more important that you succeed. But where can you get easy to understand information and guidance, know-how and support for every part of your social enterprise journey? The Make an Impact membership is for social entrepreneurs starting, growing or scaling their social enterprise. And it will help you with funding, strategy, impact, marketing, product and service development, pricing, policies, goal setting and financial management, plus support from experienced social entrepreneurs experiencing the same issues as you. Find details at makeanimpactcic.co.uk or in the podcast show notes. Thank you for listening.